Saluzen from TV Devil. This is Rorschach Multilateral Update from the 24th of October 2023, a summary of what's going down in the world's major multilateral institutions. The United States presented a draft UN Security Council resolution supporting Israel's right to self-defense under Article 51 of the UN Charter and urging Iran to cease exporting arms to militant groups. The resolution emphasizes the protection of civilians and the need to deliver aid to the Gaza Strip continuously. It follows the U.S. veto of a Brazilian proposal for humanitarian pauses in the Israel-Palestine conflict. The U.S. draft does not call for a halt in fighting, but demands that Iran stops arming groups threatening regional peace. At the same time, Arab countries argue that Israel's action in the Gaza Strip cannot be justified as a self-defense, citing the territory status as occupied. The conflict began when Hamas militants attacked southern Israel on the 7th of October, leading to Israeli airstrikes across Gaza, resulting in a total death toll of around 3,000 people. While Hamas militants who crossed from Gaza and attacked border communities killed over 1,400 people in Israel. As for the situation on the field, five UN agencies have emphasized the critical need for increased humanitarian aid in Gaza, calling for a humanitarian ceasefire and safe access to civilians. They expressed concerns about the limited nature of the aid that recently entered Gaza and emphasized the catastrophic situation in the region. Gaza's infrastructure has been severely damaged, and essential resources such as food, water, and healthcare are rapidly depleting. The agencies highlighted the urgent need for sustained and unrestricted humanitarian access, emphasizing the importance of protecting civilians and ensuring compliance with international humanitarian law. They urged immediate action to save lives and prevent further suffering in the region. Developments in the Middle East have caused a domino effect on political statements globally. Musa Faki Mahamad, the African Union chief, accused Israel of committing a, quote, war crime, end of quote, after a deadly strike on a Gaza Strip hospital, since the hospital is considered a safe zone under international humanitarian law. Faki condemned the attack on Twitter, urging the international community to take action. According to the Hamas-run Palestinian Health Ministry, the strike killed approximately 200 people sheltering in a hospital compound. The Israeli army said a misfired rocket by Islamic Jihad Palestinian militants and ally of Hamas caused the strike. On a different note, a recent report titled, quote, The Radicality of Sunlight, Five Pathways to a More Democratic Europe, end of quote, has drawn attention to key challenges and recommendations for enhancing democratic practices within the European Union. The report, authored by a high-level group comprising experts, former politicians, diplomats, among others, underscores the pressing needs for greater transparency and accountability across EU institutions. Led by Calypso Nicolaides, Nikolai Bon Ondarza, and Sofia Rasak, the report emphasizes pathways such as political buy-in, for European citizens' initiatives, ECIs, the establishment of a standing citizens' assembly, and the introduction of participatory elements into the parliamentary dimension of the EU's rotating presidency. Acknowledging the EU's ongoing democratic deficits and recent transparency in scandals, the report emphasizes the urgent need for proactive measures to promote democratic values and practices at the EU level. Moving on to NATO, Swedish Prime Minister Ulf Kristersson 
recently stated that Sweden has fulfilled its obligations under the organization's membership agreement with Turkey. However, the issue of Sweden's NATO membership remains pending in the Turkish parliament. All NATO member states must give Sweden the green light to become a member state. The application process started in 2022, with Turkey initially withholding approval due to concerns about Sweden's stance on certain security issues. There was some progress after negotiations and agreements, including Sweden's commitment to prevent the operation of militant groups within its borders and sale of F-16 fighter jets to Turkey. However, the Turkish parliament did not include the ratification of Sweden's application in the latest session. Besides, the U.S. disapproves of the jet sale because of the escalating tensions between Turkey and Greece. In Southeast Asia, a task force from the International Atomic Energy Agency recently tested fish near the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear plant in Japan to assess the impact of treated water draining in the Pacific Ocean. The agency collected samples from six fish species, including flounder and Japanese jack mackerel, to analyze radioactivity levels. The IAEA plans to release a comprehensive report comparing current data with last year's findings. The water releases have led to environmental concerns in Southeast Asia, resulting in trade restrictions from China and Russia. Japan maintains that the discharges meet global safety standards and continue routine environmental testing nationwide since 2015. Want to know more? Head over to the Rorschach Ocean Update, link in the show notes. In more global energy news, according to the International Energy Agency, or IEA, the global electricity grid needs to add or replace 50 million miles or 80 million kilometers by 2040 to meet climate goals and ensure energy security. The agency emphasized that insufficient attention and ambition could render grids the, quote, weak link, end of quote, in the clean energy transition potentially leading to failures and frequent blackouts. Grid investment must double to over $600 billion annually by 2030 to avoid hindering renewable energy deployment and electric transport. The IEA stressed the imperative to strengthen grid internet connections, support large-scale transmission projects, and embrace digitalization for grid resilience. New grid infrastructure typically takes several years to plan and complete, so the agency is calling for prompt action. According to the Reuters report, Argentina and Brazil are jointly requesting 12.5 billion euros in financial assistance from the European Union as part of ongoing negotiations to finalize a trade agreement with the Southern Common Market, or Mercosur, bloc. This request aims to support the Mercosur countries in handling increased competition resulting from the trade deal. While Uruguay and Paraguay have not backed the initiative, Argentina and Brazil are pursuing the exclusion of more types of government procurement from European competition, potentially complicating the agreement's conclusion. Talks have recently gained momentum, although concerns over Amazon deforestation have stalled the process since 2019. Negotiators will meet in Brussels and Brasilia to discuss these pressing issues. The parties involved hope to resolve all outstanding matters and reach an agreement by the end of the year. Developed countries, led by the United States, are pushing for the new Climate Disaster Relief Fund to be based in the World Bank, while developing nations argue this would tip the balance of power towards wealthy governments and make it hard for them to tap into the funding. Developing countries also accuse the European Union of supporting this stance. 
the talks in Egypt failed to resolve key issues, leaving both developed and developing nations disappointed. A future meeting is expected in Abu Dhabi in early November before the COP28 Global Climate Talks. Emirati President Sultan Aljaber urged early financial contributions to the fund. And for our final stop, in Africa, the National Democratic Coalition, or NADECO, has submitted a petition to the Economic Community of West African States, or ECOWAS, concerning allegations of forgery against President Bola Ahmed Dinubu. The group has urged ECOWAS to investigate the accusations, particularly about Tinubu's certificates from Chicago State University. Nareko emphasized that such allegations are damaging to the reputation of ECOWAS and raise questions about Tinubu's fitness to hold the position of chairman within the organization. The petition emphasizes the need for transparency and ethical leadership within the West African region, urging member states to uphold the highest accountability standards. And that's it for this week. So, you've noticed we are ad-free. That is because we dislike ads and respect your time. But that also means we only get money if someone makes a donation or buys a shirt. What shirts, you ask? Well, we have made 100% unbleached organic cotton shirts that are the most environmentally gentle and cool new t-shirts you can buy. If you want to check them out and help us, go to Rorschach.com and click on support or head over to the link in the show notes. You can buy them from anywhere in the world. Let us know if you get one at podcast at See you next week.